0: <laughs> Her second book was it, was it more more. to like bring you closer. And, and be I was like,
1: talking to my mom about it I'm and you Are you know, in, that in that your happened. heart like, every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, <laughs> like... Welcome, Welcome to Coffee,
0: Coffee Confessions.
1: Happy Monday, everybody. This week is a tough topic to talk about just because I feel like we've always hinted around this a little bit, but we've never really... Uh, addressed it head on just because Felicia and I can be somewhat of people pleasers. And so this week we're going to talk about a touchy subject, but I have to say after even just like through the years of touching on this to see so many people as well struggle with this, it was really comforting, especially for me to know that I'm not the only person going through this. So we're going to talk about that hard time that you have to break up with your family and love that for us. Love that one. (laughs) Um, I didn't break up with anybody in my, and well, you know what? I take that back because I have, I've broken up with my dad. I've broken up with a lot of people. Um, but recently I had to set a boundary with my spouse's family because I felt like they did not value my, my little family here. And I did not want to put my kids, on this pedestal of like, where it felt like I was begging people to love them and acknowledge them on like their birthdays and things like that. So I made a really tough decision. And you can ask Felicia, I was texting, she was walking me through the text message that I was going to send. It was a really hard choice to make, but even my husband decided with me that like, you know what? It's time. It's time to set a boundary because we deserve people in our corner who we are 1 million percent sure that want to be in our corner that want to support us that want to see us that want to talk to us that want to be a part of our family and make us feel like family so we hope that you know this is kind of one of those ideas if you ever get a on a podcast with us and you're like how are they going to tie this all in? How are they going to make it work guys? Half the time we don't know either. We just like, we just let the Lord guide our words and our (laughs) mouths. This is one of those moments. Um, if it seems scattered, if it seems like we go on a million tangents, it's because this is a vulnerable thing to talk about. And we promised you that this season was going to be a vulnerable season. Um, So yeah, bear with us. If it gets a little weird, if it gets a little tangenty, we will do our best to reel it in. But yeah, this week, we're going to talk about breaking up with your family, kind of setting those boundaries and what we're learning through it and that it's okay to take a stand for yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the thing is, is that you can apply it into... Any situation, um, it's hardest. I think the big thing that we're trying to get across is that it's hardest when it's people close to you or that people are who are supposed to be there for you, right? It's like I shouldn't have to put this boundary with you, and that's like as a recovering people pleaser, that's gonna be a whole episode in itself, yeah. That's a great um, idea, really. As a recovering people pleaser, it's like. I kind of fall into this hard thing. So I was like, I'm very independent, you know, like I am independent, but I do love and crave that like friendship and family and that love, you know? And so for me, it's like, Oh, I I don't want to do that, but I guess I'll do it because like, I want to make you happy and I want to be with you. And I want to do these things, even if it's not like what I want to do, you know what I'm saying? And so it's kind of like,
1: like you sacrifice something.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do. And you're kind of like, because I want it I want this to work. Like we're supposed to work. I want this to work. And like you've seen it firsthand. I'll give everything, everything that I have until like until you hit I think it's until you hit that moment where you're like, I I have nothing else to give you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to put in some effort here. You have to make the changes. And, you know, that can be in a friendship that can be in a relationship that can be a family boundary. Um, You know, I've had to put boundaries with my brothers at times in their lives because I'm like, I am not, I love you, but I love you from a distance because I cannot, it's not for me. It's not for my kids. It's not for my family. Like I just can't be a part of that. And I think when you have to put a boundary on someone you care about, it's like, it's damn near impossible. (laughs) Like, it's like, it's like you, right? Like you want your kids in your situation. You wanted your kids to have that relationship with their grandparent. Like you want that so bad for them. And when it's not happening, because like, we consistently have to be like, okay, well I'll I'll reach out. Okay. Well I'll do it. Okay. I'll buy the gift. Just send me the money. Like I'll, I'll do these things for you. It's kind of like, my God, like, when are you going to step up and do it at all? Like, do you even want this? Do you even want to be yeah. here? Do you want to be a part of this? And the sad fact is that sometimes no, they don't. Yeah. And that I think as a people pleaser, it's hard to accept. Like, how do you not, you don't want to be a part of this? Like, you don't want this? Like, how is it just doesn't make any sense to me? Right. I love, I love my nieces and nephews. And I'm like, I send Cody a box for Christmas. Right. And I include her husband and her because I'm like, yeah. that's just like, that's me, you know? Right. And so it's like, I guess when those feelings aren't reciprocated, you're kind of like,
1: dang. Yeah, and for me, it's always been kind of triggering too, because I grew up with kind of always feeling like on the outskirts of my own family. Yeah. And so to watch it happen with my children, I was just like, I can't like, mm-hmm. and maybe like I was not always right. in my approach of just being like, Hey, I just want you to love these kids. And I just want you to be invested in them. But there were times that I swallowed my pride. And even though I felt like I was right, I would say, okay, like maybe I was wrong just to keep the peace, right? Maybe, maybe I, I handled this incorrectly or times that my husband was absolutely fed up. I would still say, oh, we need to reach out. We need to reach out because, you know, for the kids, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I have to say the heart, the time that it clicked was this year when I reached out. And they didn't acknowledge my son, my five-year-old on his birthday, broke my heart. And that's when I was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to do it anymore. You don't want to be active in this and that's okay, but I'm not going to subject my kids to this anymore. And, you know, Felicia made a great point for me. She said, you know, your kids don't even notice it and not in the everyday aspect, but there are moments where my kids would bring things up and it's kind of like. Yeah. Subconsciously they noticed like a missing piece and maybe it does not affect them, but I wanted to nip it in the butt before it got to the point where it did affect them. Because even growing up myself, I didn't really realize until I started getting older. And then it was like, Oh, like the mood shifts when I come around or like, I see the efforts being put in here, but for my siblings, it's not being put in over here. And so I think as a parent, it's natural to want to nip it in the butt before it escalates to that. Um, and especially because we are military families and I felt just so hurt because they just, they're constantly picked up and moved that they never have a village anyway. And so the people that are supposed to be their village, Mm -hmm. we're kind of saying like, I'm not no, like, I don't want to be there. Y'all, I was literally told that if I wanted my children to have a relationship with these family members, that it was my job to create and facilitate that relationship. And to me, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't, I I can get it for a little while while they're toddlers. Like, yeah, I got to reach out, but also why aren't you reaching out? Why aren't you, why aren't you calling? Why aren't you doing these things? And so, like I said, in the beginning, I felt really comforted in the Knowing that when I shared this on coffee, so many people were like, yeah, I'm going through the same thing. I'm going through the same thing. Cause I kind of felt like maybe I'm just being a spoiled brat. Maybe I'm acting like, like a baby about this. Maybe it's really not that big of a deal. And then to hear other people were going through it too. I was thinking, okay, well maybe this is a bigger problem than I realized. Maybe it's just something that's maybe plaguing the military community. Cause I think it's like out of sight, out of mind you're not here to be in these memories. So I'm not going to invest in them. You know what I mean? I don't. don't Well, I know it's outside.
0: (laughs) I know it's outside of our community as well. You know, I think it's a really, I don't know, I guess you have one side maybe that tries hard and one side that doesn't try as hard. And Mm -hmm. then it's kind of like, well, they're putting in this and they're in the same boat or, you know, like, and and it could be anything. I think that's the hard part. It could be ants. It could be brothers. It could be, you know, it could be whatever. Um, and when you see somebody giving the effort, you're like, so for Why instance, can't you for do me, that
1: over here? Yeah,
0: like right. And so it's like if if I want to like spoil KB, right? Like it's mm-hmm. super easy for me. <laughs> it's too easy for me. <laughs> and then you turn around and you're like, Well, the own grandparent won't like what like I don't understand it. I don't understand it, you know? And I just It's a people pleaser episode. Really, it is because it's just like I don't and I want these things, right? I want to appease you. I want to appease my kids. I want my kids to have everything that I didn't have. And so like, you know, I lost my grandparent, my um, mom's mom when Mm -hmm. I was young. And then my dad's mom um, lived in California yeah, for the longest time, so I never really had that grandma that was like, "Oh, come over and bake the cookie" type thing, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, you want that, and when you are you're far away, like, you don't have that either. So, right then, you start to think like out of sight, out of mind. Um, and you know, both sets of grandparents on my end have made a conscious effort for my kids, um, which I'm grateful for. And you know, like I said, there could be other relationships. I have other relationships in my life where I had to put the boundary up, and it's like I you don't want to put that boundary because one, you want the relationship and two, you don't want to be looked at as a bad guy, right? Yeah. You're like, I don't want, I'm not a bad guy for putting this boundary and saying like, I won't tolerate this behavior because right. it's not okay. Like, it's not okay to just be like, every six years call my kid and be like, oh, how old are you? Like your birthday? Well, remember yeah. I'm <laughs> your grandma, you know, type thing. Um, And the so when you put <laughs> that, yeah, so when you put that boundary, you're just kind of like, you know, and even I feel like we, as a people pleaser, you're like I I I gotta kind of you know set this here. Just like I'm yeah. putting this. Is it okay? Is it
1: okay if I out. tell you that I don't please
0: want you to do this? Yeah. <laughs> please don't get mad at me. You know, but it, it kind of this is kind of bothering me. I need to put it here, and you spiral right. Like Cody like said, we were literally like 20 minutes into this text message, like, and I was like,
1: no, no. she's yes, like, don't say no. that. And then I would try not to. She like, don't say that. You sound petty. And then I'm like, yeah. but I feel kind of petty because.
0: You just no, want it to go all over. Right. You don't want to yeah. face
1: that like, type of conflict. And so like
0: when you're because it's automatically assumed when I say no and I put this boundary, you're the bad guy. But it's like, why am I putting this boundary? That's what yeah. people stop to say. Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? I didn't do it because you didn't call me Friday and tell me your cookie recipe. Like yeah. I'm doing it because this is the fourth birthday that you've missed but you want me to put your name down on my present, like, you know, like things like that. And so yeah. I think it's very important for people to well, understand
1: that. I like that you say that too, because I have, uh, and it's not just one-sided. I have plenty of, of absent family and yeah. my, and my children's life, unfortunately. But for me, it's kind of like, there are certain people that I do hold to a higher standard because mm-hmm. they build that standard and then they tapered off. But for example, when you bring up the gift thing, my granny, she's very sweet, but she's always just very flighty and out there. Right. And she really just doesn't really talk to my kids much. And that's okay with me because that's kind of been the standard my whole life too. She just kind of, she's just, just getting by. Right. But I got tired of explaining. So she would send pajamas for Christmas and then my kids would be like, well, who's granny? And it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. like, I didn't cut her off, but also I said, granny, like, if you want to do something for my kids, donate your money to a church and they in their honor, because one, they don't ever wear the pajamas Two, like, I don't want to have to explain to them like, this is your granny. And, um, uh, you know, she doesn't talk on the phone. She doesn't do X, Y, and Z, but she's still your granny and, and, yeah. and whatnot. But I think that's okay to. I guess sometimes I wrestle my, with myself because there is a bit of a double standard there that I'm a, I allow my granny to be kind of in my but then also I cut my in-laws off but I really want to hone in on the fact that neither neither of those decisions one came easy for me and two were malicious at all I yeah. just was tired of begging somebody to be present and to take some accountability over no, the I think relationship you're right on the,
0: I think you're right on the thing saying like um, you hold them to a higher standard, right. Yeah. As my, my mom, like, I expect you to call my kids on the birthday. I you Yeah, call like, me my granny my is their great
1: grandma. You, so it's kinda... like,
0: if you can call my kid, it's different, right? Like, I mean, obviously, you're my best friend and you're obligated to do that. But, you know, like, <laughs> what I'm talking about is, like, a different standard. You know, like, I understand if something happened. or Whereas, like, my family. Like, is, if there's one people.
1: generation between y'all, like, I feel like you have a higher. Yeah responsibility like my third to them cousin to... of
0: the ex-cousin in the that Like I yeah. don't really, mm, I don't even talk to you, my dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's, I think that's fair to say.
1: Yeah. And so I think, like I said, it was comforting to see other people that dealt with like mm-hmm. the same thing. And so if I can bring you anything, it is, if you feel in your heart that it's time to take a stand for your children or for your mental health or for yourself, Do it because I can tell you, I don't feel bogged down by the anxiety I used to have on like people pleasing these people and walking on eggshells to make sure that they would like me and want to come visit us and want to invest in my children or want to talk to us and want to talk to my kids. When I cut that off, I cut it off pleasantly and I said, I hope the best for you, but this is not going to grow. It's not going anywhere. You are not feeding this relationship the same way I am. And I have to call. A spade a spade okay but on this. that
0: same note i don't think on that same note i don't think every relationship that you have to set a boundary in is going to be that easy so i don't mm-hmm. think that if you're like
1: yeah because i got ignored like,
0: <laughs> well um i was waiting for the response <laughs> like did we get anything did we um i was like you know i talked to her husband like have we heard from our mom today did we, did we um but I think like, I think that's also an important part because sometimes you don't feel like you're ready to set that boundary, but then you yeah. have to sit there and look at yourself and be like, look what I'm going through. Look how I feel. Am I a different person in this situation than I was in this situation around this person? And that, person? you know, and I think you have to kind of take it, is my kids, is it healthy situation? And I know mm-hmm. it's very hard to sit there and kind of, and I don't say overanalyze it, but kind of like take all of the
1: Reflect, factors
0: yeah. Yeah, into account and just be like, because not, not, putting those boundaries is not going to be easy when I had to put a boundary for my 22 year old friendship um, and be like, this is not okay with me. And if we can't fix this, then like this relationship is like, I love you and I got to let you go because, and it was extremely hard for me because my family still had a relationship with said friends, you know, and my sister still had a relationship with said friends and we were still interacting at, you know, the same functions and things like that. So it's like, I don't have that level of friendship anymore. And I don't wish any ill on you, but also like, I know what I can and I can accept, you know? And so I think it's, sometimes it's going to be very hard to set those boundaries, like impossible (laughs) feeling like you might have to call your best friend and be like, Oh Talk me through this text message. Yeah. Yeah, It's scary.
1: It's scary because you don't know one. You don't know what light you're going to be painted in. I don't know. I know I'm going to be the villain. I know I'm going to be the bad guy. Um, I think you should mentally
0: prepare yourself for that. Yeah.
1: And I have anxiety over that, but like, I know that when my kids are grown, I can sit down and say like, I did everything to make sure that you had a healthy relationship with these people. And when I realized that they weren't pouring into you the way that I was pouring into them to ask them to pour into you. I had to pull you back just because I knew I needed to save you from maybe whatever disappointment was coming. And you know what? In 20 years in 10 years and five years, if I have to have a hard discussion, I know that I can have that hard discussion because I, well, when I got the facts and two, I can say like, I begged you, like I asked you over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and mm-hmm. over and over to just give us this much of you. And you couldn't do that. And I did not, I've never bad mouthed you. I've never said terrible things about you, but I did say like, if you cannot be present, then you do not get passive access to my children. I'm sorry, but if you are not going to invest in my family, I'm not showing you my highlight reel through social media. You don't get to, you know, playing, Family member of the year on social media when in reality, like my kids haven't spoke to you in two years. Like that, yeah. we're not doing that. Well,
0: I think I think you have to take into account too because I don't want people to think we're mean because we're not mean. <laughs> but it, I think you have to also give it that fair opportunity. We're not saying. Mm-hmm you know, Cody was sick, didn't call me on my birthday and then called me the next day. Oh, I got to talk to you. Like, forget you, you forgot my birthday. Like, you didn't have anything to do with me. No, we're done in this yeah. relationship. i been giving it a fair chance, you know? Like, and I'm not saying necessarily give it a year, give it this. Um, In our cases, in these relationships, we've given it years, um, years. you know, in different things. It's been years in a hundred different instances. And you sat there and you tried and tried and tried until until you get to that point where, and I think you need to know that there, um, what is it? it's not exclusive. Right. Like you're not going to be like, it's easy for me. And um, like, I'm done with this at the same time. Right. Like, I think you can understand that it's like, this is still really, really, really hard for me, Wrong. but yeah. like I'm, I have to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think you're always going to be at that point. Like you're not going to be always the same. Yeah. Like, oh, I know yeah. this is the right. Or decision. like,
1: or like some like monumental thing happens, and you're like, "That's it, you're done." Sometimes it's a million little <laughs> <You're> things. <out. laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's a million little things that pile up, and I think actions speak louder than words. And yeah. when somebody shows you over and over and over and over where their loyalty lies, where their time gets spent, who gets their uh, conversation, who gets their attention. Mm -hmm. At some point, you know, I try to think of it like this. If a guy was treating me like this, would I stick around? Like if you didn't call me on my birthday, if you didn't want to come visit me, if you didn't want to talk to me about your day, if you didn't want to, um, go on vacations with me. If you didn't want to do all of these things with me, I would pull myself out of that relationship because you're telling me yeah. that I am not worthy of your time, yeah. your love, and all of these things. And I don't think that's any different for us through family members. If, if you are pouring and pouring and pouring into somebody and they can't even give you a drip back, I think it's totally okay to pull yourself away because you don't have to do it maliciously. You don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be like mm-hmm. the world is imploding. You can just simply say like this isn't serving me anymore. And I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and you don't want to try with me. And I used to tell my husband all the time. Sometimes it would just be better if they tell us to fuck off because at least then, you know, where you stand and it's like, okay, make it easy. Yeah. But it's like, when you get those, yeah. When you won't do that, it's kind of like, I don't know. I told Felicia, I kind of felt like, you know, I, uh, they wanted me to be the bad guy. They wanted me to blow up so they could be like, you're crazy. And like, you know what I mean? And so like I tried.
0: I yeah, tried. Yeah, like, why are be you like,
1: behaving like this? So and you tried
0: once out of five years. You tried once out of 10, 12 years. Yeah, How long you've been married, Yeah. Once out of that twice out of 10 years uh, yeah. you're talking about the Christmas presents that you sent me money that I sent you the wish list for wrapped and put your name on that one like is that, that what we're part? talking about
1: <laughs> I think too as a mom it just breaks your heart because you're with them every day right and you and you watch what amazing little kids they are yeah. and I don't know for anybody I think else as
0: a mom though you're more protective. Yeah. So like when it comes to yourself, right, you tolerated a lot more yeah. of it when it's just you and your spouse right. and not saying that you should, but like, I think you are open to tolerating it. You're like, I'm an adult. It's yeah. Easy, it's like, it's I only easy. have but to deal with you to, on
1: holidays, whatever. Yeah.
0: When it starts to trickle down to your kids, I think that's when you get a little defensive and yeah. a little bit like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like you didn't call my son on his birthday. Like, yeah. you know, like he, uh, he doesn't, you know, comprehend that it's his birthday unless I tell them it's his birthday, you know, mm-hmm. but
1: you. You, knew you know, it was his birthday. you're an adult. You, I know, you know, it's his birthday. Like you were there the day yeah. he was born, <laughs> Like you know? Yeah. And being a mom, I just kind of feel like, you know, you look for that village. And when people who are supposed to be your village, literally just like peace out, it's kind of like, what the, f- like, what the hell, like, what am I doing then? Mm-hmm. Why am I begging you? You tell me, you're telling me that you don't want to be here and you don't want to do this with us. But then I'm the bad guy when I say like, okay, well then you don't get access to these kids and not in the and this is not to say that if they were to reach out to me and say, look, you know, this got blown out of abortion. I'm sorry that I would be like, no F you, you blush. No, I would absolutely be like, let's start over. Let's do it. Cause I've done that before. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to be somebody's doormat and my kids sure as hell aren't going to be somebody's doormat Mm -hmm. either. You're not going to pick and choose when it's convenient for you to love my kids or to want to be a part of my family. And if you decide, that this, whatever situation Mm -hmm. I have going on is too much for you. That's fine. But then also you're going to have to respect when I move differently with you. When I don't do things with you anymore, because I know what to expect from you. You don't want to be here doing them with me. So I'm not going to include you in them anymore. And people get so offended. It's kind of like when you, when they, when you call them on their bullshit, that's when they're like, you're the bad guy, you're the asshole. Like, Mm -hmm. how dare you? And it's kind of like, but why? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Oh, because you ignored me for 6 months. Like what yeah. what the hell do you think was going to happen?
0: Right. And I think it's like we said, it's instance after instance after instance after instance and it's like, you know, and I think the hard part is is because they might not say it, but right. their actions do. Exactly. You know, like you can't sit there and like, you know, break into a store and steal all the things and then just be like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Like I just I I have my eyes closed the whole time. What? (laughs) What that doesn't even make sense. And I'm like, you know, I never did that. I only took Uh, one candy bar. You robbed the whole store. Like you took all the candy bars. Yeah. And so I think it's very hard when you get stuck in that situation of like, do I believe your words or do I believe your actions? And I think it really helps you get to that point when the actions have like overcome the words. It's like, okay, I I hear you. I hear you, but like look what you're doing Like this doesn't make sense to me look what you're doing and I think whether that's you or your children you come to that point and like okay your actions and your words aren't matching and I think you know the adult thing honestly to do is like you said you have to leave that door open like yeah. for this year like i'm putting this boundary and if you can't respect it then you have to stay on that side of the line but if you want to respect it and you want to try and fix it and you want to try and repair this then i can take those steps to move forward as long as we're both adults and yeah do you it you know like respecting each other's thing for sure and so i think that's like you know like you said if he they came back and they were like oh i, I apologize this got too far like I, I didn't you know like this and this and this and you sat yeah. down and you had those hard, hard conversations. conversations yes i think you know Yeah. As people, nobody wants to have those hard conversations. You don't want to hear what you did wrong and you don't want to hear what you don't like and all of those things. And so I think if you can sit down and have those hard conversations and move forward, you'll actually, even if you don't choose to move forward after that, you still have a clean conscience. It's like, we had this conversation and we can go forward, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, I think it's it's hard too, when it's like, there's not. So like with my dad, if you've heard me talk about my dad, he's just, he is not a healthy person to be around. So for me, that's a very easy, no, like, Absolutely not. You do not have access to these children. You are not safe. You are not healthy. Absolutely not. And so then when it's like, you are literally a safe person, you are like, you know, I, I -hmm. trust you and all that. When it's kind of like that, I think it makes it harder because kind of like, I know that you're capable why don't you want to like, and yeah. Or why are you acting like this way? Yeah. It's kind of, it hurts you too. As a mother, it's kind of just like, like I was saying before, it's like, I'm with my kids all the time. So I know like how funny they are, how goofy they are. I know Mm -hmm. how, how I look at Caleb and I'm like, Oh my God, you're so cute. I want to squeeze you. I want to bite you. and (laughs) And so I guess I get offended because it's like, you are their family. How could you not feel the same way that I'm feeling? How can you not, how can you live on the other side of the country and not absolutely crave my children? How do you, but then maybe you'll have those craving feelings for another grandchild, I guess. So it's kind of like, what's missing over here? What did we do wrong? Why don't you Want to pour into us, the yeah. Way, in want to pour into other think. people's, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like, what, why wh- was I not good enough? Why were they not good enough? Why was he, why was D not good enough? Like, it's your, sh- you know, like, I just and I, it might come down to it where it's not like, you know, in reality, it might not be like you weren't good enough, they just made these choices or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. it's just like you can't help but think those things yeah. when you're stuck in this situation, right? Like, what's wrong with my kid, yeah, like, what, you know, I, I think, think putting enjoyable. the
1: boundary up is has helped me a lot. I don't wonder anymore. Cause it's like, I don't have to, I don't have to rack my brain over mm-hmm. why you're not calling, why you're not visiting. Because if you wanted to, you would have, mm-hmm. and if you wanted to, you would reach out and say like, Hey, this got fucked up. Like, let's make it work. So I think putting that boundary up too kind of gives you some peace because it's kind of like, But it might take a minute
0: to get there because we spiraled over that text for probably two weeks long, guys. Like we've been
1: spiraling over sending that text for months before. (laughs) So I don't
0: think it's like everybody, I really honestly believe, even when you set that boundary and you're kind of like, I'm done, I'm done. I don't think people understand
1: you never really the, done the villain anything.
0: the villain, I should say, quote unquote, in case you don't watch our podcast videos, I got my quote up. <laughs> uh, the villain side of the story, right? Because it's like I didn't want to set this boundary. I did right. not wa- want you, yeah. I I wanted you desperately to be a part of me and them and whatever, you know. And it's like I I wanted that. I tried so hard, but you kept making the active choice not to. And at some point, like. How long do you want me to hold on for another 12, how long are you married? 10 years, 11 years. years how long do you want me to hold yeah. on for until I'm 22 years married? And that's when you decide to give me the commitment. When my like- kids
1: are grown. Cause you know, yeah. I, I talk-, talk to my husband a lot about this too, because my husband has always kind of grown up with his family being estranged and all over. Mm-hmm. But I grew up with like my mom's side of the family and my cousins, super close knit. Like I was just used to having family all around, but because my dad my parents were divorced and I would go visit my dad. (laughs) There were times that I would go and visit like his grandma and I wouldn't know who they were. And it was just very uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I don't know you like, this is weird. And so I just never wanted that for my kids. I never wanted it to be like, Oh, these are your grandparents. And they're like, I don't know you like, this is so weird. So I think all in all, if you notice that you are pouring into a relationship that is really one-sided, this is your coffee permission to sit with yourself and have a hard... <laughs> we get a
0: lot of hate messages because they're going to be like, Sorry. Well, told me, and then coffee's going to be like getting messages from the in We're we'll like, no, like, hey. listen
1: to the podcast. We didn't tell them to do it. We said sit with themselves. No, I think you have to... I hope that this brings insight to somebody who is struggling with this, and knowing that, like, if you do walk away, it is going to be hard, mm-hmm. and you will wonder, and it's not going to be easy, and it's not going to be like, wow, oh, that was a breath, that that's fresh a, breath, a breath. No, it's not going to be. But also at the same time, you know, you do have somebody's childhood in your hands, and if they're not getting the most magical experience because the people that they are surrounded by aren't pouring into the magic, then. I think it's totally okay as a parent oh. to pluck them from that and create your no, own I think it magic goes and memories. Completely,
0: I think it goes completely around because I know we have a lot of, you know, single not not I want to say single spouses, but you're not, <laughs> you know, like, well, no, like you're a spouse, but you have no kids. So you're just like a spouse. Oh, I guess. Yes, I, you know, like yeah, when yeah, I say single, I meant like no kid family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so like, if it's just you and your, your spouse, um, I don't know, it just feels weird so like I guess you and your family, whatever. Yeah. If it's just you guys, I think it's still okay to have the same type of reflections and you know, yeah. pull yourself out of whatever. or start
1: talking about it now. If you don't have kids, mm-hmm. start talking to your spouse, like what is your family dynamic like? What mm-hmm. it you know what I mean? Things like that. That's a good conversation to have. Yeah. So you know what and apply it to all your into. relationship,
0: you know, yeah. all your relationships and really sit down and think about it, like you know, especially in a lifestyle, it's If my spouse deploys, like, are you really, are you really going to hang out? I'll tell you what, you'll find out who your friends are during our deployment. You won't find out. (laughs) You'll find out when you move away, like how many friends you have. You'll, that's our people for pleaser episode. We're going to go into that because you'll just find out who people are. They'll show you who they are. And you'll really like, you'll have to take, there'll be moments in life. And I truly believe it because it's happened in all of the relationships that I've had to set the boundary in that you're kind of like, it's like, like I said, it's still hard, but it's kind of like that. Whoa whoa like I never expected that from you whoa yeah. like that that's shocking for me right like you never didn't think they wouldn't call for the birthday like it's like yeah. whoa and it might be something smaller as in you know they didn't send their normal gift or whatever it might be something smaller for you but there's going to be those moments that it's like whoa, I can't like this is this is a lot for me like I can't do this and yeah. so whether that's a sister whether that's a friend whether that's um, an in-law um whatever the relationship might be like sit with yourself and be like yeah. you know is this good for me and I'm not saying they didn't buy my coffee <laughs> they didn't pay me back my five dollars no. for my coffee we have the longest list log of like co- like I got you you got me you I mean got- who bought it last <laughs> time I don't know I got the money you got it like okay let's go and so I'm not saying like hold those things and I really I am a big believer in like If it bothers you enough to hold on to it, say something. And if it doesn't, then you have to let it go because you can't live your life in this like, you did this and then you did this and then you did this because we're people. There's things that Cody does that bothers me and I'm sure there's things that hurt, like, you know, vice versa. Well, let's
1: talk about (laughs) that. This is (laughs) Um, news.
0: (laughs) This is news. The way she puts milk in her coffee and the way that she doesn't want to eat a language that like bothers (laughs) me, (laughs) okay? The way she thinks she doesn't like it. But I'm saying like there might, you know, be these little things
1: in life yeah. that bother you, or you know, like Yeah. Oh you'll I don't know. You'll know when they're the big things and you need to say something yeah. because they will sit in your body differently. Yeah. The anxiety that you will have, the uncomfortableness, you mm-hmm. will know what is a deal breaker, what's a big deal, what is not. Yeah. And when you are able to sit with yourself and reflect on those and be like, okay. the biggest thing I hate is when people say, Oh, but that's your mom. Or that's your dad growing up with a parent who was an addict and just a terrible, terrible, terrible influence. I cannot stand with people say, well, well, that's your dad. Well, you know what? Dad or not, like they still hurt me. They still, you know, did things that were not right. And I'm allowed to stand up for myself and set a boundary. And so. And like you said, in-law, sister, brother, whoever, If what they do does not sit well with your soul, if you find yourself just like asking God, like, why are they doing this to me? Like you're praying about it. Maybe it's time to reflect on those situations and decide, is this healthy for me to stay in? Mm -hmm. Like, I know they're my family, but is this right? Is this healthy? Is it? What should I do? I'm gonna tell you, break up with them. That's what you need to do.
0: Well, it's my favorite uh, Zach Ryan lyric, right? Let it be and let it go. I just let it go like and that's I'd so what is it easier said than done I'm done mm-hmm. that's what I tell Cody all the time she's like just do this I was like it's easier said than done don't remember that <laughs> don't speak logic to me um we're sending out hugs though for those who are like going through breakups because it is it is rough and people are gonna go on here and be like ooh, who's coffee breaking up with well she just told you <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. We're breaking up with our family. So yeah, if you need some encouragement as you go through it, send us a message. We're here. We will pray for you. We will hype you up in the messages if you need it, you know, draft like, us. We're really great at We're
0: like, don't use that word. Yeah, exactly. Like, this one. Yeah.
1: Let us know what you're, what you're thinking. We'll, we will, we will get that message sent out. But just know that you are worthy of having people who love you and crave your family and want to be in your village and want to be in your circle. And if anybody is giving you less than that, break up with them. Have you been looking for a place to advertise your small business? Well, look no further. You can have this spot right here. Did you know that we offer affordable advertisement slots that will air during our podcast? Head to coffeeconfessions.com to reserve your spot today. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.